Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of viral genetics from the microbiology section on MedBullets.com. In this topic, we'll discuss the concept of recombination, reassortment, complementation, and phenotypic mixing. Recombination is the exchange of genes between two chromosomes. It involves crossing over that occurs in the homologous regions. Reassortment is when viruses with segmented genomes exchange segments. It is analogous to high-frequency recombination. This results in influenza pandemics. Complementation is when two viruses infect a cell, but one is mutated and has a non-functional protein. The non-mutated virus helps the mutant by making protein for both viruses. And phenotypic mixing is when two viruses infect a cell. Virus A has its own genetic material, but the surface proteins of virus B. Progeny viruses contain coat components and genetic material from virus A. This is because they only had the genetic material from virus A. Genetic material is not altered. Pseudovirion formation is when a virus's coat is entirely from another virus. Nucleic acid and coat are completely mismatched. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question, a 12-year-old boy is brought to his pediatrician with a high fever. He was feeling fatigued yesterday and then developed a high fever overnight that was accompanied by chills and malaise. This morning, he also started complaining of headaches and myalgias. He has otherwise been healthy and does not take any medications. He says that his friends came down with the same symptoms last week. He is given oseltamivir and given instructions to rest and stay hydrated. He is also told that this year the disease is particularly infectious and is currently causing a global pandemic. He asks the physician why the same virus can infect people who have already had the disease and is told about a particular property of this virus. Which of the following properties is required for the viral genetic change that permits global pandemics of this virus? 1. Concurrent infection with two different viruses. 2. Crossing over of homologous regions. 3. Point mutations in the viral genetic code. 4. One virus that produces a non-functional protein. Or 5. Segmented genomic material. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 5, segmented genomic material. This patient with fever, chills, headaches, malaise, myalgias that was treated with oseltamivir was infected with influenza virus, which can cause pandemics due to their segmented genomes and reassortment of genetic material. Remember, viruses can undergo a variety of genetic changes that allow them to escape detection from previously effective immune surveillance. For example, the influenza virus can undergo antigenic drift, which results in local recurrence of relatively mild disease, and antigenic shift, which results in global pandemics of relatively severe disease. Antigenic drift is caused by point mutations in the genetic material of influenza viruses. Antigenic shift is caused by reassortment of viruses with segmented genomes where different strains exchange segments. 
For example, swine flu resulted from a shift in material from bovine strains to human strains of influenza. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, concurrent infection with two different viruses, is required for phenotypic mixing, where the genetic material of one virus is coded by the proteins of the other. However, this is not the mechanism responsible for influenza pandemics. Answer choice 2, crossing over of homologous regions, is required for recombination of genetic material. However, this is not the mechanism responsible for influenza pandemics. Answer choice 3, point mutations in the viral genetic code are responsible for antigenic drift. However, these changes would result in relatively mild disease rather than global pandemics. And finally, answer choice 4, one virus that produces a non-functional protein is describing the need for complementation of viruses such as when hepatitis D virus requires the coat protein of a hepatitis B virus to be active. Influenza does not produce defective proteins and therefore does not require complementation from proteins produced by another virus. In summary, antigenic shift causes pandemics of influenza and requires reassortment of segmented genomic material. Next question. A homeless 45-year-old man presents to the emergency room in December complaining of malaise, body aches, chills, and fever. He reports that his symptoms started four days ago. His myalgias and chills have begun to resolve, but now he is starting to develop a dry cough, dyspnea, and a sore throat. He does not have a primary care provider and has not had any vaccinations in over two decades. He receives medical care from the emergency room whenever he is feeling ill. His temperature is 103 degrees Fahrenheit or 39.4 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 130 over 70 millimeters of mercury. Pulse is 115 per minute and respirations are 22 per minute. On exam, he appears fatigued with mildly increased work of breath. A chest radiograph is negative. A nasopharyngeal viral culture is positive for an orthomyxovirus. Upon further review of the patient's medical record, he was diagnosed with the same condition one year ago in November. Which of the following mechanisms is responsible for pandemics of this patient's disease? 1. Complementation 2. Phenotypic mixing 3. Reassortment 4. Recombination or 5. Transduction And the correct answer choice is answer choice 3, reassortment. The patient in this vignette presents with malaise, myalgias, fever, upper respiratory symptoms, and positive viral culture suggestive of influenza. Genetic reassortment is responsible for influenza pandemics. Remember, genetic reassortment refers to the process in which viruses with segmented genomes exchange segments with each other, generating viruses with new combinations of genetic material. Influenza viruses have genomes consisting of eight distinct RNA segments. If a single host is infected by two different influenza strains, it is possible for newly assembled viral particles to take genetic segments from both strains, leading to a new strain. This process is responsible for significant genetic shifts in the influenza virus that lead to major pandemics such as the 1957 and 1968 avian flu pandemics. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. 
answer choice one, complementation is the process in which two viruses infect a cell, but a mutant virus produces a non-functional protein that is replaced by the normal virus. An example of complementation is co-infection with hepatitis B and D. In this scenario, hepatitis B complements hepatitis D, a defective virus, by assisting the latter in variant assembly and secretion. Answer choice two, phenotypic mixing is the process in which two viruses infect a cell and virus A has its own genetic material but uses the surface proteins of virus B. This is referred to as a pseudovirion. Progeny viruses of the pseudovirion will contain coat components and genetic material from virus A, the original virus, since the genetic material of virus A is used to produce all the viral components. Answer choice four, recombination is the process in which genes exchange between two chromosomes. In this process, donor RNA moves to an acceptor region generating an RNA molecule with mixed ancestry. And finally, answer choice five, transduction is the process in which foreign DNA is introduced into a cell by a viral vector. This process leads to genetic diversity across bacteria, not viruses. In summary, reassortment is the process in which viruses with segmented genomes exchange segments and is responsible for influenza pandemics. And that's all for this review about viral genetics. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.